Welcome to the Rockin' Movies Podcast. I'm Carlo X. Lopez, your host for this cast. Uh, thanks again for joining me. I appreciate it. And for all the listeners out there, thanks again for joining. Uh, please um, spread it out, like it, you know, send it to your friends. And it's just me, crazy on me, talking about some cool stuff. Uh, if you have any suggestions or, you know, on any bands, any good movies, any good TV shows or good books, uh, email me, carloxlopez at rockinmovies.com. Uh, once again, thanks again for joining. And so this uh, week's episode going to be kind of talking about uh, a couple of things, uh, including House of Gucci. We'll give it my review here in a second. A couple of TV shows that that I'm, you know, watching. And also um, one of my first concerts back, uh, a review of Sammy Hagar in The Circle. Uh, wow. I'll get into that here in a second. But let's start off with House, House of Gucci. Um, you know, it's a movie directed by Ridley Scott. And Ridley Scott is definitely one of the greatest. He's directed some of the greatest movies. I'm going to, you know, not defend him, but I know he doesn't like or he said some things about Marvel and comic book movies. But I'm going to let him slide on that because his style of movies, they're they're just different. They're definitely visual beasts, if you know what I mean. Alien, just all kinds of stuff he's done. And uh, so it's it's uh, watching his latest movie. Um, the cast is, you know, it's a great cast. Lady Gaga, you know, she plays, you know, uh, pretty much the main person here and, and and one of the main people here. She marries into the Gucci family. Her name's Patricia Reggiani. Uh, and Adam Driver plays Maurizio Gucci. And the, the story is basically about their relationship, you know, the ups and the downs and the beginnings and the end. And Al Pacino, great Al Pacino, love him. You know, uh, what more can I say about Al Pacino? That deserves a whole case study. Could be, you know, a whole semester of study on him and his style of acting, the things that he does and the power and his commitment to, you know, these characters. It's amazing. Uh, and he plays Aldo Gucci. He's the uh, brother, one of the uh, the older, you know, brothers. And basically it's about Gucci, the, the story of how, you know, they get to be this huge, successful, you know, watches, designer bags and fashion. And so it, it was just it's it's a, it's that story. It's a pretty tragic story on how somebody small can make it big. And if they're not careful, greed can sometimes tear a family and sometimes it could really squash that. And somehow they get bought out and there's a lot of takeovers and and. And it's happened before. It'll continue to happen as long as big business wants your business. They're going to find a way to get it. Jeremy Irons is in it. Plays Rodolfo Gucci, Aldo's brother. Uh, Jared Leto, amazing. <laughs> this guy is just, he's awesome. There's no doubt about it. He plays Paolo Gucci, which is the son of Aldo. And he's kind of the black sheep of the family. A lot of cracks are done through him, but he has a good heart. You can tell. I mean, and then Jack Houston, if he plays a character who's very shady, uh, Domenico del Sole. Now, Domenico, he, he's just out for himself kind of thing. If you don't recognize that name, he came out in Boardwalk Empire. He's the guy with the mask. He, that's him. Salma Hayek's in there. She plays a funny, uh, funny role. She's kind of the comic relief, I think. Uh, so it's just, it's just a great cast, a great story, and. It also introduces, you know, Tom Ford. Tom Ford's been rapped about, you know, designer who actually came to save Gucci. But 
you know, I don't want to give too much of the story away, but just know it's, it's a really interesting take on it. Uh, the soundtrack, I love the soundtrack. It was great. It was based, you know, 70s kind of music, 80s, and just the soundtrack itself was really great. And when I look at a movie, I kind of listen to the soundtrack and not kind of, I do, I listen to the soundtrack because, you know, it can make or break a movie. You know, it. I will preach that every episode about music and and a movie and how successful it is. Now, Gucci, this House of Gucci was, uh, I just felt like I liked Adam Driver and I, and for Adam Driver is an amazing young actor. He's he's going to be our future De Niro, those kind of actors. He's so good. He's so versatile. He can do anything. Him and Lady Gaga, you know, in the beginning, you really kind of fall in love with their characters. And then all of a sudden, when they grow, they grow into, I feel like, horrible people. And really, it's just, it was kind of hard to explain how I could like them in the beginning. By the end of the movie, I disliked both of them. And there's some tragedy in the end. That's a true story. If you know this story, it's a true story on what happened also to Maurizio Gucci and and how his life is tragically ended and it was it's big news and and like i said i couldn't afford gucci you know my brother could he he had some gucci watches and stuff like that uh and i you know hey i could only afford the casio <laughs> or a timex and i'm not trying to dog you if you had those either you know those kind of cheapy watches but it was certainly uh it was very high end, especially in the 80s. The Gucci stuff, the Gucci product is pretty cool. And it still is. I mean, I just went on the website and there, I mean, there's purses and bags and things for three to ten thousand dollars. And so it's it's just one of these top dollar names for for brands. But the movie itself was great. I think it was a little long wind that I think it took a, a long a longer time than it probably needed to to get where it needed to get to. Um it was uh uh Good, good movie. I'm going to give it a three-fourth bag of candies, you know. And some a lot of these movies, I might give them high marks because of certain things. And I'm giving it a three-fourth bag because the soundtrack was, was really great. The acting was amazing. The scenery was beautiful. Uh, it's in, A lot of it's in Italy. There's just some really great cinematography in this movie that uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the architecture of it and the beauty so i'm gonna give it a three-fourth bag of candy because like i said in the end i i didn't like anybody you know i definitely don't like the corporations you know and i didn't you know their characters were just it to me it it feels like because it's based on a true story the end result is corporate greed wins and once again, not to be political, but sometimes that's just the way this world works nowadays. It's corporate greed. It's, you know, sometimes the way it, the way it works. So moving on, three-fourth bag of candies. I think it's worth checking it out of the theater. You know, it's definitely a fun movie. Um, it's interesting, and it's, just, it's sad as well. Uh, so moving on, just wanted to touch base on some, you know, TV shows. Just finished Dope Sick. Dope Sick was... It's a movie about Big Pharma, you know, and it's produced by Michael Keaton. And I'm so happy to see Michael Keaton coming back. I'm so excited that he's coming back in Flash. Um, and that right there, coming back as Batman in the 90s Batman that I remember standing with some of my friends, David and Brent and Mike, just going to see Batman. 
I think that was the the the, the movie that really launched superhero movies. And X Men came out, and then Marvel did their stuff, and now look where it's at. So you know, once again, Michael Keaton, looking forward to him coming back. But the cast of Dope Sick, it's about big pharma and opioids and Oxycontin and what these big pharma companies do, you know, to mainly poor, poor communities. However, it addicts everybody. You know, there's it's there's no doubt about the opioid crisis and what has happened. The cast, you know, consists of Caitlin Deaver, who, you know, she does a great job. If you don't know her, she's a younger actress. She She's uh, one of Tim Allen's daughters in Last Man Standing. So this role was an adult role for her, even though she's a young lady. It's just was, it, it was great. And she did an awesome job. And then Rosario Dawson. I mean, I'm a big Rosario Dawson fan. She plays a, a character that's trying to pursue some of these big pharma companies, Bridget, you know, Myers, her, her name and, and and Michael Keaton plays a doctor, Dr. Samuel Phoenix. And then you have Will, Will Poulter, who who he plays a salesman that's trying to sell the drugs, you know, which once again, it's about pain. They're trying to help alleviate pain. So there is that side of it. However, people get addicted to some of these opioids and, and they don't it, it, it's it's a sad thing. You know, kind of like the crack academic, just stuff like that that's illegal. This was legal, but there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes with the FDA and just de just all kinds of stuff. And Peter Sarsgaard, you know, uh, I mean, just amazing, you know, work that this guy does. And he's one of the Sarsgaard family that's just amazing actors. But he plays, um, you know, uh, he's trying to bust this empire and the things that they do. And so, once again, not being political, but watching this kind of opens your eyes you know because the sackler family were in the show or they're about taking care of their family and everybody's about taking care of their family but at the expense of others and the things that they knew that they were doing to manipulate people and addictions and trying to get people hooked because in the end it's about billions of dollars which they made uh, it's definitely a great show i think they can do a season two it's very finite you know it's it ends. However, there there could be other companies that they pursue. They leave it open, so no season two has been announced. And I the it's the last episode finished. I it was a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Check it out, dope sick. Definitely a full bag of candies. And uh, you know, once again, if you're diabetic, there's sugar free candy. Remember. Uh, I, I don't want you guys to get all addicted to the chocolate, but uh, <laughs> so great show, dope sick, great cast, good story. Uh, some of the stuff, you know, getting to that point, maybe they could have trimmed it down a little as well. However, it's just a fun, great show, and it really opens your eyes to what these companies and corporations do behind the scenes to get people and their dollar bill that sometimes we as the consumer do not see it and we don't do any research about the stuff that we're buying and things of that nature just just once again not to state the political show there's other stuff for that dope sick great show and at the you know recommendation of some friends uh, robert varial <laughs> yellowstone so they just came out with a new season and so i had started you know, a couple years back to see it and, and 
but to see this Yellowstone, I'm starting just to binge it, just watching it. Kevin Costner and the 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 show itself is just it's been a fun show to watch it. So it, it is almost like um um a cowboy Indian mafia story. And 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 if you've watched it, you probably are way ahead of me on it, you know. And and so with Yellowstone, it is a it's beautiful. I mean, the beautiful scenery that they show in these ranches. See, I grew up in a ranch down South Texas, and the ranch that I grew up in, I did hay bales, and we raised cattle. I raised a, a cow, a little, we named her baby, and maybe I made her, made some steak out of her. I don't know, but I raised her, um, but it was, you know, run by my grandmother and Alejandra B. Garcia, and she was a, a rancher. You know, she made, she was strength, strong woman who raised cattle and everything. So when I see that, it reminds me of that when I was a kid growing up, when the, the ranch was really successful and doing well. Uh, there's just a great cast. You know, Cole Hauser from Days to Confuse. I met this gentleman, uh, David, out in AutoZone, helped me out, and we kind of talked a little bit about Days and Confused. But Cole Hauser start, you know, came out in that movie first, and he looks totally different as a cowboy. Kohlhauser also came out in, in one of the Vin Diesel, you know, pitch black movies. And and so to see him in this role, is it's great. And Kelly Riley's awesome. So, but I love uh, Gil Birmingham. He plays Thomas Rainwater and he's a great actor, period. And he's been in such great movies, Hell or High Water. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Uh, he plays a great role in there, you know, and so... Just, I know I'm behind the scenes, I'm behind the show, but if you haven't seen Yellowstone, be like me and start binging it, check it out. It's definitely worth your time, and and I wanted to just mention the Yellowstone, because I think it's been a great show, and it's very political. It's almost like a new version of Cowboys versus Indians, and and you can see both sides, on, on the good and the bad on both sides. You can see why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, it's a it's a cutthroat world, and I'm so looking forward to this journey. And once again, Kevin Costner, big fan, love him. I can't. I know there's people that hated on him in the '90s. I love the Postman. I love Waterworld. I loved whatever this dude's in. Period. I'm a Kevin Costner fan. I heard he's kind of he could be kind of rude in real life. Somebody met him that I knew that said he was rude. I don't care. I, I'm a Kevin Costner fan, so always will be. You know, Bull Durham. You know, all the. Base, uh, per, you know, the movies he's been in, I can on and on and on Kevin Costner, but, but, uh, great, great person. And one day, you know, we'll definitely do something on him in a retrospective on his career as well. And, uh, Wes Bentley, Wes has come out in a lot of stuff, uh, as well. And so he's done a, you know, he does a great job. So once again, it's a great, great show to check out Yellowstone. All right, moving on. Let's, let's get to, um, I want to talk about Sammy Hagar and the circle. <laughs> I, Finally got to get to a show last night, and in this COVID time, it's so crazy. You got to bring your vaccination cards or, or clear tests, and there's a lot of people who don't want to do that, and I understand. And once again, you it's it's kind of now what happens is to be safe, and other people, you have your opinions of safe, and I get it, you know, and I'm not here to tread on your toes, uh, but my goal is to get out to see these rock shows and concerts again so I can review them. 
And but Sam Hang in the circle, what what an amazing night last night. Um, you know, it was at the Aztec Theater down here in San Antonio, Texas, downtown San Antonio. And right now, if you ever, you know, want to visit San Antonio or you've never been, it is super packed. Trust me, it is so much people, beautiful lights. It's got to be one of the prettiest sites, downtowns of all, you know, out there. And I'm not just saying that as a homer, but if you ever need to come visit a cool town with good food and good people, San Antonio is definitely it. Has a lot of venues. Last night, George Lopez was playing in concert. It was just, you know, UTSA, congrats to the local college team out here, won their conference championship first time in 11 years. Way to go, UTSA Roadrunners. That, that's a great uh, run for you guys. Uh, I think 12-1 and one right now, and they'll go to a bowl game, so we'll see. But once again, that championship was Friday. There's just concerts and all kinds of stuff going on now. And it's great that we can go. So uh, me and my friend Gilbert, I took him to go check out the, the show. And we had a great evening, you know. And uh, But Van Halen, Sammy Hagar, you know, he started out years ago in the 60s and 70s, Montrose. And then himself being so successful, especially in the 80s with videos, I Can't Drive 55. But Van Halen, when, when Sammy Hagar joined Van Halen, I like both versions, but I, I know that I believe that Sammy Hagar is the better singer, especially now. David Lee Roth just retired. And if you don't know Van Halen, that's with David Lee Roth. You should know Van Halen. If you're listening to this show, you probably know Van Halen. You better. But if you don't, you know, one of the greatest bands in the 70s, early 80s, 1984, great album, you know, with Jump. And once again, the videos, the 80s was just, it was the best time. and to grow up. And so, but Sammy Hagar added a little difference to thing to, you know, Van Halen, more love songs, more thought provoking songs, not just party songs. And there is party songs, but that first album 5150 was amazing album. And if you never heard it, listen to it. I guarantee it. Even today, that album still kicks ass. Sorry. It just really does. It's one of the greatest albums ever to me. Top 10. Uh, reminds me of my cousins, and especially I talked about my cousin Michael Salinas and Ghostbusters, and I was able to take him to the movies with me. Well, guess what? That one of those first memories is him taking the brand new, and it was a tape <laughs> of Fifty One Fifty Van Halen. He he, man, I had that. I, I don't know if you if you remember tapes, you probably remember opening the tapes, and it had that new smell, kind of like when you used to, you know smell liquid paper <laughs> or like fresh print ink, you know, cause back in the day in the seventies and eighties, you had fresh ink printers, you know, and you would smell that. It's kind of that smell, like the tape smell. And if you know, remember those smells, I'm not trying to out you for any kind of things sniffing up your nose, but that was me. I used to like those scents, you know, especially like new books, the scent of a new tape or a CD. It just has a scent. And if you're a collector, you know, that scent anyway. So, off the the beaten path here <laughs> but the the list i'm going to go over the list here of the songs and most of you listening will probably know starts off with good enough rock candy from montrose three lock box oh that's a sammy hagar awesome song top of the world van halen best of both worlds finish what you started your love is driving me crazy right now why can't this be love mas tequila Rock and roll. There's only one way to rock. Heavy metal. I can't drive 55. Dreams. Affirmation. When it's love. 
talk about a an amazing set list. Now, the band consists of, you know, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, who's part of Van Halen, part of Sammy's, all his little side projects. He's been with them, Chicken Foot and all these other bands. Then you have Dick Johnson. What an amazing performer. What an amazing guitar player. Just so spot on. And then you have uh, Jason Bonham. That's the son of, you know, Mr. Bonham from Led Zeppelin. So they're able to do the Led Zeppelin songs, Sammy Hagar songs, and Van Halen songs. And since Eddie passed, Sammy and, and I know Michael had wanted to do more Van Halen songs. And w- one song right here, right now, they it was a tribute to Eddie Van Halen because uh, he passed this past year. So it was emotional. It was total rock out. And if you're in Austin and they're playing tomorrow in Austin and I believe in Houston on Wednesday, man, go check out the show. Every song, it's a hit. There's no doubt. It's one of the best shows you could ever see. And if you don't see this tour, it's called the Texas, the, 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 the Texas or the Toast to Texas tour. Talk about, yeah, it was, it was an awesome show. Sammy Hagar and the circle, they brought it and San Antonio brought it last night. This crowd was amazingly loud. It was, it was awesome to be back with others celebrating, rocking out and then feeling as a part, you're part of the show. That's Sammy Hagar. That's Michael Anthony, these guys are the best of the best. They know how to get you. They were signing autographs, signing all kinds of, you know, shirts, T-shirts, everything, throwing it to the crowd. Just people. And and, and I was telling you last podcast or the podcast before about the Travis Scott travesty. Here, people were literally passing back T-shirts, caps, tour books, vinyl records, which I saw one of 5150. Back to the person. And that's a rock and roll concert. That's a rock and roll crowd to help each other, you know, and to see that amongst your family and friends there celebrating. Oh, it was a vibe Saturday night live vibe. It was electric last night. So check them out. And I'm telling you, it is definitely fun to get back out there and see some live shows. That is my review of my first concert back since the rodeo here in San Antonio that I got to see the circle. And he mentioned that in the concert last night, that was the last time he was here 2019. And after that concert on Friday night, they shut the rodeo down and everything changed as we know it. But that was my last show. So this was my first show back. Like big concert. I got to see Fluffy Inglesias, you know, as a comedian, you know, at the Tobin. But that was amazing. So now here in a week and a half, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'm going to go see George Thorogood. So I'm going to give you that review after I see George Thorogood there uh, at the Tobin Center. And um, but once again, Sammy Hagar, it, it, it was a long time since I've rock and rolled. And oh, I left it there. I I sang every song. To my fullest. So once again, get out there, go out there and listen to some live bands, local, national, support them, go out there, be careful. Remember to also talk to the, to the venues because they all have different COVID protocols now. So 
don't buy a ticket without knowing the protocol. Now I wanted to mention that because, you know, I, I had a party that couldn't go because they were against vaccines and testing and all that. And that's rightfully so. Uh, it's okay. But just remember, because you don't want to be blindsided by an email saying, oh, you, you got to bring a card, you got to take tests or what not to get in there. It's about safety. You know, hey, like I said, not political, but just, you know, just know that that's out there now. It's what we got to deal with. Right. Uh, but I'm here. I'm alive. I'm great. I'm excited. I'm still on cloud nine because of a, an amazing show for more reasons than one. Um, three lock box, you know, it's, it was amazing, but that's what I got for this week. Just kind of wanted to get back out here. I, I want to also mention Spider-Man coming December 17th. <laughs> I'm so pumped up for Spider-Man December 17th. You know, we're, we're going to go, we're going to check it out. IMAX, the only way to go, big screen, big theater. It's uh, looking to be really good with the, the, the previews. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out, you know, this next uh, holiday season movies, and we'll definitely be getting to those reviews. Spider-Man uh, coming out December 17th. Uh, a lot of new shows. Um, just real quick, uh, books. I'm going to go over some book reviews next week because I've been reading all kinds of books from the past and just finished Salem's Lot by Stephen King. I mean, 70s, but I'm going to go over some of these book reviews with you on some of the older books that I've, I've read as well, because it's part of entertainment. It's, it's uh, leading me to Anne Rice. Okay. Anne Rice is one of my favorite authors and she's, she's done a, a, the Vampire Chronicles and the, you know, Witching Chronicles and just Angel Chronicles and Werewolf Chronicles, The Mummy. So she is just one of my favorite authors. Uh, so she just announced, they just announced that AMC will be doing a Vampire Lestat or interview with the Vampire, you know, Vampire Chronicles series. And then they just announced that they're going to be doing the Witching, uh, Witching Hour Chronicles series, which is by, based on the Taltos and, and, and witches. And it's, it's a long, beautiful book. It's worth it. And so I'm so stoked that that's going to come out on AMC because AMC does a top-notch job. They've done the Walking Dead shows and they're just AMC's really good on that. So I mean, I, I feel like Anne Rice landed at the right spot. But anyway, go read some of her books. I mean, there's definitely some books out there that are good, but uh, she's just got a style. And, and if, if you've read her, you know what I'm talking about. It's just a, uh, a poetic, just very, very nice uh a way of, of writing. So uh, Anne Rice just wanted to kind of mention the the TV series that are be coming out. I believe it's next year. So a lot of stuff. And and um, a friend of mine just uh, put out his book called The Ghost Tracks, Celso Hurtado. Um, I am getting into it. I just, I'll, I'll give you a review on that book as well. Once I finish it, I'll get more into that here, hopefully another two weeks or so. But uh, once again, that's all I got for you today and tonight. Um, you know, enjoy the, the week. Thanks again for joining. I appreciate it. You guys have a blessed week and remember to, you know, love somebody, hug somebody, pick somebody up. And also just in the topic of dope sick, if you got an addiction or you got any of those things, email me. There's a lot of good programs out there. And Hey, you know, if you need help, there's a lot of places out there to help you. But anyway, love somebody, hug somebody, pick somebody up, uh, makes all the difference in the world and just smile. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Peace.